Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, and I am coming to you live from the beautifully scenic Ojai, California. I wanted to come on today to share a bit about a breakthrough that I had over the course of this past weekend. And it was a painful experience, but I think it's going to be one that changes my life exponentially for the better over time. And I think it's something that many of us can resonate with insofar as I think sometimes if we if we utilize it properly, those those painful experiences, those uncomfortable experiences become portals of opportunity for new growth. Uh, There's a beautiful Mayan elder that once shared with me that pain is the horse that beauty rides and that if we take the shit in life and and turn it into compost it can be the the spiritual compost for for new growth and new beginnings and so that's what i intend to do yeah i'm going to share a little bit vulnerably and and uh kind of give you a little bit of insight into my internal world and the stories that i share over the course of this last weekend i think will therefore make a bit more sense this is really going to be around the notion of relationship and the sacrificing of quote-unquote fun for deeper fulfillment and a commitment to a more aligned version of fun as it relates to fulfillment. So I was at a festival over the course of this past weekend. It was a sort of a, a conference slash festival um, called Arcadia, hosted by Ari Marcus, and it was in Las Vegas. Now, Vegas is not my favorite place, so I'll be frank, um, but I had felt called to, I, I both felt called to go and a little bit of resistance, in part because it was in Vegas. And sometimes in life, I think it's good to, to go, go head into the things that make us uncomfortable. I had one of my greatest breakthroughs in life when, based on trauma, I was afraid to travel and decided to confront that by going as far away from my comfort zone as possible and living in uh, the island nation of Sri Lanka during the course of a civil war. Uh, But that's a story for another day. In essence, I think there's great virtue and value in delving deeply into the things that scare us, into the things that we may find uncomfortable. And I think my gut knew. <laughs> Sometimes I think our gut is 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 further ahead than our than our mind, and 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 knows to a degree what is coming. And what happened was I flew in, and there is this incredible, you know, sort of content. Some of these speakers that I love, Dr. Zach Bush, Charles Eisenstein. But also, you know, there's music and it's definitely uh, a a celebratory affair, a bit of a Burning Man vibe. And on the very first night, uh, I had met a young woman, a very beautiful, gorgeous uh, woman. And I had seen her jacket and I just walked up or I walked past her and I said, nice jacket. Didn't really think much of it. Kept walking. And as I was uh, standing on the dance floor, Later that evening, she stood next. She wound up standing next to me. And lo and behold, we got into conversation. And it was 
like deep rapport right away. We hit it off. There was attraction. There was rapport. Um, we we really kind of there was it was one of those magical moments, you know, where the vibe just kind of ensues. And so it was quite good. Randomly at the sort of end of the night, we've been talking for probably about an hour. As the night is coming to a close, a guy comes up and kind of asks her for a lighter and you could tell it was a little bit like, I don't know if there was some jealousy, there, but there was something there and I was like, oh, okay, it's a guy I knew. He had a girlfriend, so I was like, oh, okay, well, I don't know if it makes sense, but okay. Um, and I just decided, you know what? She said to me, you know, I'd love to keep the conversation going and it seemed like a really nice opportunity, but I was like, you know what? It's a marathon of a weekend, so I'll see you tomorrow. And lo and behold, the next day came and we connected and we had, we just, it was just on. It was like, it was magnetic. We connected, um, we had such a beautiful energy. We we're looking into each other's eyes and we started to kiss and it was super beautiful. Very tender, very sweet, uh, very, very loving, just like an incredible, open, expansive, experience you know those moments at the very beginning something new and great how good it feels when it seems like the whole world of possibility is ahead of you and she was there with two girlfriends uh, we wound up spending time together all connecting all chatting really laughing like we just had a great little rapport this sort of circle of us and it, it seemed that things were going really, really well with this, this woman. When out of the blue, the guy from the previous night came up, pulled her aside, kind of jealously started to kiss her, and then pulled her away for what wound up being two hours. <laughs> now, during this time, I, I hung out still with her girlfriends, and it was a very interesting experience because I was like, you know what, let's flow. I don't know the full context. Let me just sort of see what happens here. And one of her girlfriends actually was, was a bit um, flirty with me and she was gorgeous, but I was like, no, I mean, I don't, that's not right. I've already connected with her friend. And so I, I kept my sort of respectful distance. And lo and behold, later it turns out that the woman who I connected with, we, we, we wound up getting together again, had been in an, had been connecting with the guy who came up and kissed her and he's a guy in an open relationship. So I had known he had had a girlfriend uh, and all of a sudden, unbeknownst to me, I'm sideswiped by a very messy, dramatic, open relationship situation. Wherein a guy who's supposed to be in an open relationship and therefore one would presume open-minded wanted his cake and to have it too. He wanted to be in an open relationship but really only as it pertained to his openness not as it pertained to anyone else's openness and so I found myself in this sort of messy energetic context and it was it really actually affected me because I had I'd been very excited and my heart was open to this woman but after her being pulled away, when she came back, she shifted into an avoidance. She had been previously very open, very uh, connected, and it was clear that he had sabotaged that energy. It was clear that whatever he had said during the course of that two hours totally changed the dynamic. And 
she wound up dancing with this other guy in an open way, in a flirtatious way. And, and I'm not a jealous by nature, but I just I sat with it and I realized, I was like, this is very different from the energy I was feeling just a few hours ago. And so I, I approached her and I said, look, you're not doing anything wrong, but I just want to be honest. And that is that my heart is feeling a little hurt at the moment. Um, I can handle almost anything, but I like it to be direct. I like to know what I'm getting into. And I had no f foresight or knowledge into the fact that you were currently otherwise encumbered by this energetic with this, this gentleman. Uh, and gentlemen is a generous word uh, by this individual, and and so you know what what exactly is your intention? What is your hope here? And without going into great detail, what I saw during the course of the night was someone who was avoidant, someone who didn't fully know how to deal with what was presented to her, and an energy that was uncomfortable for me because it no longer felt that I was in an open context, an honest context, uh, a context where there was safety to build a dynamic, a rapport. And yet at the same time, my own triggers, my own wounding, my own desire to be seen by those who are avoidant, then got kind of kicked in. And, you know, some wounding from you know, old maternal pictures of wanting to be seen and loved for, for who I am and, you know, some old patterns of looking to emotionally unavailable people to kind of convince them that I'm worthy of being seen started to kick in. And I, I was very present to it. I recognized what was happening and I felt hurt. I felt... Um, in a way, do I protect my heart? Do I do I do I avoid? Do I exit? Do I confront? And what I wound up deciding was to actually. I thought, you know, let me go home and let me return to center. Let me find my ground, and from that place, make a more informed decision. And so, that's exactly what I did. I went back to my hotel room. And I said, you know what? Let me live to let me live to thrive another day. And what was interesting is that over the course of the next two days, I was presented with a myriad of opportunities that further solidified what what was ultimately an epiphany for me. And that epiphany was, I'm not interested in an open relationship. I'm not interested in connecting with an extraordinarily beautiful woman who is not aligned to my vision and my values. And I'm also not interested in a woman who has another man up in her space energetically. And that presented itself in opportunities through the course of the weekend. Then that the next night I, I wound up removing myself from the energetic with that woman, even though I still was caring about her and intrigued about her and whatnot. But I basically cleared. I said, you know what? I think you're amazing. There's nothing wrong. I'm grateful for the moments we did share while in resonance, but I am not interested in an open relationship. It does not feel aligned to myself nor any of the parties involved. And I wish you nothing but the best. No drama. Um, all love. And it felt liberating. 
Lo and behold, that next night I was out on the dance floor and another very, very lovely woman came up and danced with me. Energy was good, vibe was good, and it wasn't like I was looking anything, but it was looking for anything, but it was definitely like a vibe. And I wound up connecting with her and she started to kind of chat and shared that she was in a separation, that she was presently married, but um, they were separated. And it presented me with an opportunity that was the breakthrough for me, which is being so forthright with my communication. And I said to this woman, I said, you know what? I totally respect that you're in this separation and I want you to honor that separation, but I'm gonna exit from this entire dynamic. Not because of you did anything wrong, not because you're not a lovely human, but I have, keep calling in women who have other men in their space, and that's not what I'm committed to. And while I don't necessarily need anything from this, I would love for you to have clean energy as you consider this very significant decision. A decision, by, by the way, I've, I've been with another woman previously, a year ago, who was done with her marriage, and she had dropped me off in my hotel room, clear she was keen to come up, and I said, you know what, even if there's a possibility that you could reconcile and potentially have children with this man, I would not want to be in any way energetically an obstruction, so I'm going to remove myself from the picture, which is exactly what I did in this situation. And it was a liberation because she said, you know what, I so appreciate how clear you are and how honest you were in your communication. And I walked away and I felt so good with the clarity. The final night of the festival, I had randomly, uh, you know, as you do when you're saying goodbye to people, given my number to uh, a variety of uh, people, you know, people I had met throughout the weekend. And lo and behold, I go home to my hotel room and another <laughs> very lovely woman, very attractive, texts me and she's staying in the same hotel. And she's texting me at 12 o'clock, one in the morning, clear what she's open to and intention, intentional around. And I said, you know what, thank you so much. I think I'm gonna call it, call it a night and go to bed early. And at that moment, I got a call from the woman whom I've been holding a candle for, for the last year. A woman I met in Europe and had been wanting to share my feelings for her, but was really afraid, really scared as to what she would say. Because we had never had any kind of romantic connection. We simply had a beautiful rapport and I saw her as potentially um, someone I could build a life with. And after all these moments of authenticity and honesty, I actually told her that I would deeply value building a friendship with her and that I do hold a, an intention and a, and a candle for a potential flame to flourish, but that I, while that was my intention, I no longer held that as an expectation. And what was wild was as I shared this, she shared kind of what was up for her. And it, it turns out that she had these sort of energetic cords still to uh, other men in her life. And in sharing this, I just realized the liberation in holding all of this energy, all of this undispersed energy for that woman that I hope to be the one, that woman that I hope to be you know, my queen, 
my my life partner, my best friend, you know, the person I would want to have a family with. And being presented with all these opportunities that were temptations, that were that were compelling in certain regards, but not aligned to that true desire, that true intention, that true commitment. If I am, if I'm, if I'm where I say I am and where I want to be, and I was presented in a very rapid succession with all these temptations of things that were seductive and potentially could have been very fun, but were not aligned to my vision and my values, and I was. I had a conversation with a a girlfriend and she was like, you know, when I met my partner, we were actually best friends. I didn't think of him romantically. And it was a year and a half in when I wrote down all the qualities that I wanted in a partner and all of the goals that I would hope that they would embody and, and hold for themselves. And after I had written that, I was speaking to my best friend and he asked to see the list. And I was afraid to share it with him because I knew that he was that man. I knew in that moment. And what struck me was I had had a, a vision in my mind that once you're in the friend zone, there's sort of no escaping the friend zone. But yet hearing the story was a liberation for me because I thought to myself, what better way to generate a true romantic partnership than with someone who is first and foremost your best friend because if you're building a family if you're building a life the quality that you want most is someone that embodies this virtue and value that you would want in in someone that really has your back in that deep friendship of course attraction is important and uh, you know essential but i think those qualities of an enduring partnership are really at the heart of what we get to look for. And, you know, previously I've looked for the checklist and I've looked for the, you know, the gorgeous, you know, woman and the intelligent, all of the different things that are sort of on the list. But the distinction that she shared that I love and wanted to share with you guys is that you don't just write the list, you write the list and then you go off and embody those qualities. So instead of looking for them outside yourself, you take the time to be those things. And in being those things, the universe responds. And for me, what I did this weekend that I hope is insightful for you is I was my commitment, my deep commitment to myself and my future partner. I didn't get sidetracked by temptation. I didn't get distracted. I didn't indulge in the the seductive opportunity, the easy opportunity to connect with these very beautiful women and instead held my energy, held my chi, held my jing, was present and channeled it instead into this deeper nurturing seed for that future queen, that future partner. And as I sit here now in refuge, writing my book, reflecting, I realize that I'm so glad that I saved that 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 energy, that I saved this internal creative potency for the, the manifestation that is the beingness I get to be to call in that person of my dreams. And intellectually, I've known that this is something I want. I've I've visualized it. I've done a lot of deep interpersonal work. 
but I feel like I turned a corner this weekend in embodying my commitment to the energy that is her. And I let spirit know, I let the universe know that I am serious in my conviction, in my commitment to calling in that partnership. So I hope if you are out there and are calling in your person, your partner, that these uh, stories are insightful for you. I hope if you're, you know, wherever you are in your journey that you are uh, codifying, clarifying the qualities that you want to embody and how those qualities will be reflected in the person you share this life with, in your, in your partner. And I'm wishing you guys so much love, sending you uh, a tremendous amount of gratitude for being a part of this journey. I am forever excited to share these, nervous and always excited to share these uh, reflections and ruminations with you guys. And I can only tell you that it's about to get a lot better. I've gotten some incredible uh, guests lined up and am thrilled to share um, the vision moving forward. So in the spirit of calling in our people, our true people, I'm sending you guys so much love. You help me hold myself in a higher vision and version. And I hope that somehow these, these reflections serve you in your own journey. Sending you lots of love. Until next time. Ciao.